1: It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P. Hello, this is Sarah. And I'm Toby. And we're now on our Christmas break, so we won't be releasing any new episodes over the next couple of weeks. What we will be doing is releasing some of our Wednesday whispers that are Patreon content. I hope you enjoy and you'll hear another introduction after this. But I hope you're all having a lovely time. Take care. Goodbye. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Wednesday Whisper. This whisper is all about... There's something in my words. Is there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so this is one long story. Are you ready? Yes, I am. My first post on Reddit, so bear with me. But this topic is so out there. I thought this might be a good place to discuss the strange goings-on in my woods with a larger audience. I'd like to preface this post by stating I'm a highly educated and scientific person and have never been a believer in the supernatural, Bigfoot or things of that nature. That being said, I'm at a loss for the things my family has encountered on my property over the last seven years and would love to hear your suggestions Here's my story. Seven years ago, my wife and I purchased a property and 11 acres of woods in a rural part of northeastern Minnesota. The woods were connected to a larger acreage of fields and woods of about 160 acres, and although sparsely populated, the land is near a fairly busy state highway. There are some housing developments in the area, But they are three to four miles away, and the majority of the land all around our property is farm fields, woods and rivers. It's remote, but with towns so close, I wouldn't call it wild by any means. I'm mentioning this because I've heard many Native American legends of things in the deep northern woods of Minnesota and Canada. But the area in which we live is not that. Rural, yes, but not the endless north woods. As I said earlier, I'm not a believer in the supernatural and have never been afraid of the woods or the outdoors, even though I have a healthy sense of caution and respect for large bears, moose, wolves, or other potentially dangerous wildlife. I'm also an avid hunter and mountaineer and have experienced many nights in the wilderness. I've had numerous encounters with dangerous animals or situations, so I'm not spooked easily. Knowing my state of mind is important to my story, because many so-called supernatural encounters can be explained by people with an already high level of belief, anxiety or fear. That's not me. Well, that all changed after the first few weeks of moving in. The house and land had been abandoned for a couple of years due to foreclosure, so a lot of work needed to be done to get it back into shape. Wildlife had grown accustomed to no human presence, and black bear frequently roamed the yard at night, along with many other woodland creatures. We also found a lot of animal bones scattered throughout the woods, and coyotes were abundant. One night during those first few weeks, we had a rainstorm, And I was worried about a broken downspout potentially causing a basement leak. It was about 10pm, so I grabbed my headlamp and headed outside to deal with the situation. Behind our house is a fairly large swampy area that divides the woods. I had my back facing this area while fiddling with the downspout when suddenly I had this intense feeling of dread. It's really hard to explain the feeling it was like my body knew something was back there. It was very unusual based on the circumstances. Never having felt this type of fear before, I tried to stay calm and slowly turned around to point my headlamp back towards the swamp. What I saw was something I still can't explain. Eyes, numerous glowing reflecting eyes staring back at me. These were not eye reflections that you typically see with a deer or other animal since they were at different heights and when I pointed my headlamp spot beam directly at where you would expect a head to be there was nothing there but weeds and trees. When I turned the headlamp off they were still there and glowing as if a light was being shined. They didn't move, they just stared through me. Needless to say, I bolted and ran as fast as I could back into the house and explained it away as deer or raccoons. Later that summer, I was sitting out on our screened-in porch that partially faces the swamp and connected woods to the west. It was approximately 11pm when I began to hear what sounded like a bear fighting with or attacking a cow. Since there was a small farm to the southwest of my property, I assumed that perhaps a cow had wandered into the woods and been attacked by a bear. I really didn't know if this was something a bear would actually do, but it was my only guess based on the sounds I was hearing at the time. It was clearly some kind of roar, like a bear, but then followed by a frantic sounding cow's mooing. This went on for over an hour, and it was perhaps one of the most horrible sounds I've ever heard even though it sounded so strange and almost supernatural. It didn't frighten me, since I had this rational explanation in my head. Even weirder, this same series of sounds happened again the next summer. These first few years, I never investigated the area of the woods the sounds came from, since it was not my property. A couple of years later, I had the chance to purchase this area and 70 acres to the west, which consisted of the woods that connected to mine, as well as a few tilled fields, more woods and ponds. As part of purchasing this land, I spent a great deal of time walking around on it to get a good understanding of its value and layout. As part of my walk, I was able to get a much better look at the farm set up to the south. The farm did have cows, as I suspected, but to my surprise the area they were kept in was a long distance from my house. Much too far for me to hear them and fencing was also extremely well built and electrified. Looking at it, there was just no way a cow was wandering off from that farm. Didn't really think about this fact until recently, but feel it's best to lay everything out in chronological order. After acquiring the property, I proceeded to put up tree stands at various locations along with trail cameras in order to prep for the upcoming deer hunting season. One spot was the hilly woods where I heard those sounds many years prior. Again, I didn't connect these two things together until now. The area was very odd as whenever I hiked through there I always saw some new strange things. One time my son and I found an old game snare tied to a tree with what looked to be dried blood on the tree bark. Another time we found at least a hundred year old tree with a barbed wire fence completely spiralling the entire trunk, growing in and out of it at different intervals. I've also found many tree trunks with very large scratches or claw marks not resembling an antler rub, Perhaps a bear. We'd almost always find dead animal bones in the area, and even this winter, I found a couple of deer legs snapped and picked clean. My sons have found numerous animal skulls there as well. As I was saying, i put a game camera in this area since I'd seen tracks and sign and wanted to get a sense of the best places to hunt. I've placed one there many seasons and have yet to capture a single thing on it. Nothing. My son has posted there a couple of times for hunting season and has mentioned the strange sense of quiet. He's used to the forest sounds coming back after sitting still for long periods of time, but in this spot, there are never any sounds. He's mentioned hearing something walking around though. Another incident occurred one hunting season when I was entering this area en route to another stand. When I saw a violent thrashing in the foliage, moving fast and crossing from right to left, but moving away from my position. I of course encountered deer and bear all the time, so I'm familiar with how they move when spooked, but this was something different. Whatever this thing was made a high-pitched trumpeting combined with bellowing sound that was like nothing I'd ever heard from an animal outside of an elk, which we don't have in this area. It wasn't bounding and there wasn't a raised white tail or dark mass to indicate deer or bear. There really didn't appear to be a body at all, just whipping and falling leaves and branches along with the deafening sounds. A year after this incident, my son went out hiking in the woods to try and find me since I was out doing some forest management. As he walked through the area, he thought he spotted me coming through the woods fast but quickly noticed the walk and clothing were nothing like me. Whoever it was was also a lot taller than me, and he described him as extremely thin. He said the person he saw did not notice him at all and seemed to be walking in a straight line like they had tunnel vision or something. Seeing someone in this part of the woods and their direction of travel didn't make sense, since there really would be no reason to be there or to be headed that way, as it leads to deep ravines and an uncrossable river after he found me and explained what he saw I quickly went over to investigate to see if we had a trespasser I hiked for quite a while but never found anything or anyone if something was there they either got picked up on the road or vanished that same year my son had a friend over and they went for a late afternoon walk in the woods as it began to get dark they made their way back by walking on the edge of the field that is next to the area of woods. As they passed by, they said they saw a figure a little ways off in the trees. Whatever they saw was near one of the hills in this patch of forest and seemed to be making some kind of hand gestures. It began walking slowly towards them when they called out, Hey, Hey. hello." hello. He or it stopped still and said nothing, It was at this point the boys sensed something wasn't right and bolted back towards the house. They rushed into the house and told me what they saw and of course laughed it off as their mind playing tricks on them. My son described the figure as very tall, like 10 to 15 foot, but with skinny arms and his body was dark all over. Not hairy per se, but dark. They even thought it was an animal at first because of the weird way it looked. He couldn't really describe it very well other than gaunt or skinny and strangely dark. Me being the curious and protective father, I was worried about it being trespassers, drug addicts or both, so I told them I would go and take a look. They brought me to the area and pointed to where it was standing and I headed into the woods. Since it was winter and there was snow on the ground, I thought it would be easy to locate the tracks of whatever this was and find out where it came from or went to. When I got to the spot, there wasn't a single track or disturbance in the snow. There was no way an animal or man could have been in that area and not left tracks. They had either made it up or their minds had played tricks on them, or so I thought. To this day, my son and his friends still swear they saw it clear as day, and I can definitely attest that their fright was real. My wife has also experienced strange thrashing sounds and other feelings of dread or being watched in this part of the woods, and generally refuses to go over there anymore. All of this brings me to today, where I had a sudden realisation that all of the strange sounds, sightings, bones and events seem to be centred around this one area, and I'm just at a complete loss to what it all means. It's all too strange to really bring this up and discuss it with people I know around here, but I wanted to share my story and see if anyone in this community might have any theories or ideas on what we might be dealing with here. I'll continue to investigate on my end, but would love to see what you all think. I can remember when uh, the wildlife took back over the world. Yeah. During COVID. Yeah, there were bugs and in that, innit? Well, it was just like, I'd be out in the back garden and I kept getting dive-bombed by a blackbird. <laughs> Everything got really brave. It was actually really nice, um, but just eerie. Eerie, yeah. eerie. It's weird, cousin. in lockdown it just wouldn't be the same like you go to somewhere really populated just be like no one there Mm. and when i say like lockdown proper lockdown like 2020 lockdown proper yeah Yeah. and uh yeah and i think it's like i reckon one of the birds said or they've gone out and he's like there's nobody out so Mm. he's gone and told his mates and they've all come out exactly Uh, it reminds me a bit of this film i watched yeah really old film I think it was Australian and it's about this couple and they're on a beach. I just kind of remember it vaguely, but it stuck with me and the animals started attacking them. Um, it was like a complete role reversal and then they tried to get out of there, but they kept driving around in circles. It really stuck with me. I watched it when I, I watched it when I was quite young. Yeah. And that when the, you know, anything like that, even when I see all the birds like swooping on the flying ants, I'm like, is it time? They're coming to take their revenge. Yeah, like, I mean, you never know if they're just like some mad birds, like some exotic bird or something. Mm. Yeah, gathering forces. Yeah, to attack us. Okay, it's like, like there's like a zombie thing. <laughs> it gets all the other birds infected as well. Yeah, could well be. <laughs> right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And we will catch up with you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Take care, everyone.